Not Your Power Couple, Ken and Carol Cook, are not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests or even our listeners. The information contained on this program or website is not medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. We always encourage you to do your own research. Hello, Colin County, and this is Ken Cook, and this is another episode of Not Your Power Couple podcast, and as usual, my wife Carol is with us today. Hi. Um, we have a, another school board candidate guest today, but uh, first, Carol wants to remind everybody about voting. So, we have had a full week of early voting. Early voting continues tomorrow, well, Monday and Tuesday, uh, May 1st and 2nd from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. It is important that you get out and vote early if possible. Um, and then fi- actual election day is May 6th. That is this Saturday. And at, mm-hmm. again, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And uh, you can vote in Allen at either Allen City Hall yep. or at the Allen ISD Service Center on Waters. Excellent. So, Carol, why don't you introduce our guest today? This is Brandon Villarreal. Villarreal or Villarreal? Well, well, the Americanized version is Villarreal. <laughs> like, I would like that for that to be. Sure. Um, this is Brandon, and he is running for Allen ISD Place 7 Board of Trustees. Right. Welcome, Brandon. Well, I appreciate glad, you having me here. Glad to have you here. So, well, uh, we'll just jump right in. Uh, so, just tell us, uh, you know, and the people listening about yourself, your family, uh, background, and, uh, you know, growing up in Allen. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. You know, I'm a, I'm a born and raised Texan. I was born in Fort Worth. My dad was actually in the Air Force when uh, when i was born so i was at carswell international so which is closed uh since but uh very shortly after that we actually spent some time overseas we lived in uh, okinawa japan at kadena air force base um and no i cannot speak any japanese other than sayonara <laughs> I, was a little, I was a little young um but uh you know once we moved back we moved to a, a little small town called altus oklahoma which had a sign there said uh, welcome to altus y'all so we knew we were in, in, in small in small <laughs> yeah. town area uh, and then, you know, at that time, my, my parents decided to split and my mom and I moved back to Texas and uh, we settled in Plano at first. And she said, uh, this, this place is just not for us. It's not mm-hmm. a bad place, but started looking at school districts and uh, in, in fifth grade, we made our move to Allen and uh, we lived there ever since. I'm a, I'm a Roundtree Roadrunner myself, nice. uh, Roundtree Roadrunner for life. There you go. Um, I'm, I'm built Ford tough as a Ford Mustang, you know, and then, <laughs> uh, and then we went to, you know, to the old high school, which... You know, we can get into that a little bit later about some of the things that happened there. But then we transitioned to the new high school, which uh, we were the second graduating class there. And nice. um, I look back on my time in Allen, and that's, you know, part of the reason why I wanted to come back here. It's an unbelievable place. I'm excited to be a part of this process, uh, regardless of what happens. And, uh, you know, that's kind of my short, long and short of uh, the story of me being raised in Allen. Awesome. Awesome. So you went to Purdue. I did. Boilermakers. Boiler up. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, how do you think that prepared you um, for going to school? How do you think going to school in Allen prepared you for being a Purdue Boilermaker? For sure. Yeah. The uh, the teachers that I had in Allen ISD, um, mm-hmm. for, number one, created a an unbelievable amount of discipline in me. And I really do think that that had a, a huge impact on what I was able to do past Allen ISD. Mm-hmm. Um, great teachers who were, were fully engaged, who were fully committed to ensuring that their students not only had the best experience, but they were disciplined enough to get things done the way they needed to be done, to do mm-hmm. what's right. Um, 
you know, and obviously the football side of things, uh, you know, here in Texas, oh, yeah. I mean, it, it reigns supreme. Absolutely. Right? Um, people ask me all the time, you know, what's the difference between Texas high school football and everywhere else? I'm like, you know, to be honest with you, there's a lot of great football everywhere. I think what the difference is, is the coaching side, of it, which is teaching at the mm -hmm. same time. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that what was instilled in me was not only the discipline, but the determination, the ability to overcome, to see adversity and not to back down, but to move forward through it. And so um, the rigor that we had at Allen High School, even as the general education classes, not even AP, pre-AP, GP, all that, just everything that we did helped prepare me. So when I got there, I was like, I'm already ready for all this. Yeah. You know, the, the, the amount of work that I had to do and the time management that was instilled in me, not only by my mother, uh, but the people that I was around every single day mm -hmm. made it a smooth transition. So that's, I think that's really kind of what helped. Yeah, I mean, coming from uh, the North Meets myself, uh, football is, it, it's great <laughs> up there, but I mean, it's a whole new world down here. When right. I got down here and uh, moved to Texas in 2010, I was like, wow, that's a high school stadium? Are you kidding? <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. And, uh, and you know, Allen is obviously one of the best. So Absolutely. Um, what, you know, when it came time for you and your family to put down roots, uh, what made you and uh, your wife, Colleen, decide to choose Allen for your family? Yeah, absolutely. When, when I left New Orleans, I was, you know, I was fortunate enough to play a small you know have a cup of coffee in the in, in the nfl and <laughs> i said uh we need to go back home and she said it's without a doubt that we need to mm -hmm. you know we had had the opportunity to be in the midwest to be in the kind of deep south in new orleans and we said alan is home there's mm -hmm. there's no reason why we shouldn't go back there my father-in-law was a was a police officer in allen for 36 years oh okay. i did not know that yeah, yeah. he retired uh, about six years ago and uh you know for a long time and i think still to this day uh, alan has is one of the safest cities in the state mm -hmm. of Texas. Yep. And I figured if I'm going to be somewhere that I know my kids are going to be safe and I know the people that are that help protect us as well, um, I want it to be home, a place we're familiar with, raise my kids, uh, our kids, uh, you know, in a, in a place that helped raise us. Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's a great school district. Um, obviously, part of the reason why I wanted to, to do this is to be a part of that great school district and help, you know, create that positive impact on this community. So, mm -hmm. Um, that is the main reason why we decided to come back. And we spent a little time away, but there, there's nothing like Alan. Once you're here, it's like you're you're kind of here, and you're like, why did I choose to go anywhere else? Right. So, so in some of our conversations that we've had, and, you know, Ken and I have been poll greeting um, all week long. We've had, it's been a great pleasure for us to meet all the candidates. Um, but in our conversations, you've talked about COVID and how it had such an impact on education and students. You mentioned that COVID motivated you to get involved more. Can you expound on that a little bit? Yeah. You, when, when we came back, I noticed that there was a significant change in the way students were really interacting. Mm -hmm. um, you know, once, once the spring break part hit us and they said, we're going to extend this a little bit more, extend it a little bit more, I noticed almost an immediate disconnection with mm -hmm. students, right? It was, it was really tough to get them to stay engaged. Um, and I figured, what else can we be doing here? Right? And then we come back to school and it's, three weeks virtual, and then you're back in the, even at that point in time, and again, we were masked up for a little while, couldn't get kids to communicate. Right. Couldn't get them to talk to one another. That was like, for lack of better terms, it was like zombies. They'd stare at their screen all day long, and you, you just couldn't get it going. Mm. And, you know, obviously, I didn't, I didn't end up leaving education until about a year later, but I started thinking, if there is some reason why these kids are not engaged, if something is going on, I mean, everybody had issues, right? Families were, you know, struggling to make ends meet people were losing jobs students mm -hmm. just couldn't stay focused and so i thought you know what else can i be doing at this point in time? I, I love helping a certain group of kids but how can i help more how can i help communities more and when i stepped out of education 
it took a little bit of time because I had to focus on my own family. Right. right? You know, yep. I was spending 90 hours a week doing football during the season and I right. wouldn't see my kids sometimes. I was like, these boys are in a critical time. They need their dad around. And then I was like, okay, now it's time. So then I got, you know, involved with the touchdown club. I figured that was a, a good start. And I was like, there's, there's just got to be something more mm-hmm. because there's that educational gap that has really taken place over the course of these last couple of years. And for all we know, this is actually going to increase as they say, there may be another pandemic coming and you never know right. where that's going to end up leading us. And I want to help do what I can to be that positive impact. on. So that's truly what motivated me. Cause it's like, if my kids I know at home are dealing with a little bit of this, how many more kids are dealing with this on, Absolutely. on, on a bigger level? Yep. Um, so what made you decide that now is the time for you to step up to help not only your own sons, like you talked about, um, but all the students of Allen ISD by being a trustee? Yeah. Having two boys at home with that critical developmental time, I see what, what these young men and these young women really truly need. And it's somebody who has a positive influence on things. There's mm-hmm. so much, for lack of better terms, divisiveness in our society right. in general. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and they need to see that somebody's there not only just to make sure that the experience is great, but that, that they want to make that positive. They want that experience. Mm-hmm. Like the experience that I had in Allen ISD was second to none. Mm-hmm. I want it to be that and then some. I've talked with a lot of parents, a lot of students and teachers in this district, and they love the school district itself. But there has been some disconnect. Right. You know, I noticed that when, when I was growing up, we were we were one team, you know, one town, one team, one dream. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's just everybody's butting heads right now because mm-hmm. you have to choose one side or the other, right? It's, why can't we just be one community focused on our students? And that's what really drove me to get this, you know, this process started. Absolutely. Well, that that actually brings me to the next point, which is how do you feel about the polit- how politicized local races have become? There's so much division. You know, we saw it yesterday, poll grading. Um, in you know, actually, one of the things that I wanted to say is, you know, I've as we've prograded this week, especially yesterday when we were all breaking down, all the candidates there and everyone helping in the tents are all helping everybody else break down their tents and get the, you know, everything loaded into the car. Um, so I think amongst the candidates, it's it's good. It's solid at the poll greeting. It's all the Facebook and the social media drama with everyone else trying to stir the pot. How, how do you feel about that? And especially given that ISD races and uh, city council races mm-hmm. are supposed to be nonpartisan, There's, but this is our opportunity to bring the community together. Yeah, absolutely. It's so funny because you'll tell people, you know, they've, they've even come up and asked us directly. You guys have heard it. Are you Republican? Are you Democrat? Mm-hmm. Are you conservative? Are you liberal? We say it doesn't matter. And a lot of them are like, well, yeah, it actually does matter. It really doesn't matter. It, it, what, what really comes down to is what are we trying to do to step up to be better? This whole, the whole idea of this position is to be better people, to step up for our communities, right? Mm-hmm. Just because I may lean one way or the other doesn't mean I can't listen to what somebody else has to say. We're not always going to agree. The two of you may, at home, may agree on a lot yeah. of things and not on some things, right? Yeah, it's absolutely um, true. And, and, and the three of us may agree on a lot and not on others. But if we don't have a conversation... Yep. that leads us to a, a really good spot to say, okay, look, this is not 100% what I agree with, and it's not 100% what you agree with, but mm-hmm. we're doing our best to find out what the, the greater good can come, you know, what, what positive impact we can have on them. And so I think when you start looking at the, the political lines that are drawn, it's like you have to choose a side or another. You, you don't. You really right. don't. Look, you have guiding principles, morals, and values that you have. And to me, I've always been one of those people that says, if I want somebody else 
to have those same types of values, right? I've just, I've got to model the behavior. I tell mm-hmm. my kids that mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. If I want certain friends or certain groups of people, I don't go seek those people out. I do what I know I am, I'm here to do, what I'm right. called to do. Mm-hmm. And if others want to be a part of that, they'll see that they'll come to me. And then it makes it so much more organic, right? But those people who may not agree, Come talk to me before you before you just write it all off, right? We may we may come to an agreement on something, and, and when you see how these politics have started to creep in, and I won't name any districts, but look at some of the other districts where this is happening. Mm-hmm. You're seeing teacher turnover like yeah. like we've never seen before. I mean, they're legitimately quitting, not just the school district; they're leaving the profession altogether mm-hmm. because, and it's not just parents, but you've got city council people, and you've got everybody across the country with a lot of sensationalized ideas of what needs to be in schools and what doesn't need to be in schools. When when all we should be doing is focusing on these kids and finding out what truly is going to give them the best opportunity to be safe and secure Mm -hmm. and to learn those teachers jobs are not to first protect them. It do want to keep them safe, right? But they shouldn't be the ones having to go check doors, having to worry about if somebody's coming into these buildings, right? right? There's been a lot of that going on. So as long as we can work together to make sure our kids are safe and secure, free from ridicule as best mm-hmm. we possibly can, and that the teachers have the support and honor to know that, hey, I can do my job and these students can learn, that's what the crux of our education system is about. So let's stop drawing lines and let's come together and say, hey, look, you may be here, I may be there, but those kids are our, our biggest prized possessions in our lives are the mm-hmm. most important thing. Absolutely. And if we're not putting them first and we're putting ourselves first, we're missing the point of why we're doing all this. Yeah. I mean, it's about, you know, talking to people, not talking at people. And there's right. a lot of talking at people going on and it's, uh, it needs to change. And, uh, it's very frustrating. Yeah. And hopefully, uh, you know, people in the city, we can start to, like you said, you know, kind of work towards working for the best for the, for the kids, especially in the, you know, the ISD and, and, uh, keeping out on the great school district that it is. And, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, also, you know, you talked a little bit about school safety. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you want to expand on that a little more, but you know, you know, also what do you think the best ways that, you know, as a, as a trustee, you know, you can support the teachers? Yeah. I, I do know that from, from talking with teachers, not just in Allen ISD, but even some of the teachers that I've worked with and some of the administrators I've worked with in other districts, a lot of times there is a, it's a campus to campus difference in the way some administration helps that support. Right. Mm-hmm. I think there needs to be a, a, a district wide, for lack of better terms, training on this is how our support process works. Like you're going to have some really great leaders in, in any you know, job you work, any profession, any industry, and you're going to have some that just don't, they, they're just not great leaders. Right. And that's okay. So what we need to do is we need to find out, okay, how can we get everybody on the same page of this is our process of the support, right? Mm-hmm. The way you handle people individually, how you talk to them. Being a teacher, being an educator, it's something that you get into not because of the pay. Right. You get into mm-hmm. it because you love the kids. You love that interpersonal relationship. And I think a lot of times administrators may forget that once they leave the classroom side of it and they get into the administration side. There's so many boxes that have to be checked that the state says, hey, you have to do this, you have to do this, you mm-hmm. have to do this, that they lose that connection piece of it. And so I think what, what needs to happen is not only do teachers need to connect well with the administrators and vice versa, because it's a two way street. Right. But I mean, you guys remember when you were a kid, if you got a paper and you did really well and there's there's a little sticker on there that says great job or a gold star yeah. <laughs> right sometimes that motivates you to want to do better again right absolutely um and i think our district has done a good job with for instance like our, our hard at work program 
where they bring our teachers uh, and staff across the district and they put together an event maybe at a football game or a baseball game or maybe a fine arts event or something like that where they, they allow the staff and, stu- staff and teachers to be there. And there's free drinks, refreshments, food, and it's a way to kind of gather and it's saying, mm-hmm. hey, we appreciate you. Come out to this. You can watch this event. No charge to you. Just make sure you're RSVP. And this is kind of you know showing our support and bring your family along because they spend a lot of time with other people's families. Right? Yeah, that's right. Those teachers spend more time with those kids than a lot of families do. Yep. Even when I was growing up, my parents were gone from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And right. so most of my time was spent with teachers, coaches, administrators. They became those leaders in my life. And that's kind of what drove me to get back into it, the impact they had on me. Right. And so just every now and then, we did, we did a treat trolley, you know, a couple of weeks ago for teacher appreciation that I signed up for through the, the PTSA. And just watching those teachers open the door. And they come to the door like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, hey, treat trolley. We're here to get you some drinks and a, and a, and a snack. And they're like oh my gosh, thank you so much. And they turn and look at the kids, this is for us. And just to see the smile on their face, sometimes it's <laughs> yeah. enough to go, okay, somebody does appreciate what yes. we're doing. Yeah, know? that's huge. Um, well, you know, what? Uh, is there anything else you'd like uh, people listening to know about you and your campaign? We've covered some really good stuff already, but any, any points that you uh, just want to put out there so people know a little bit more about you? Yeah, it, I've had some people say, you know, we don't really know much about you. You, know, you didn't, you didn't do this particular form or you didn't write up, you know, you, have, you haven't answered some of these questions. You know, I've, I've talked with a number of people. The reason why I don't put a whole lot out on social media is because at that point in time, all it turns into is what can people do to spin what you're saying? I've been out trying to have conversations with as many people as I can get to know who I am. Mm-hmm. So that way, when I do respond to something, somebody wants to turn it and say, oh, this guy did this. Like, that doesn't make any sense. I've talked to him. I know exactly what he means. Because, again, we have sat behind so many social media posts and you know, things where you write things up and you're not having a conversation with them. They don't see the passion you have behind it. Right. They don't see the true person that you are because mm-hmm. there's no emotion with a written word. Right? right. They can spin it how they want. And it's not that I'm afraid of that. But I want to get to know people more. If I'm going to, as a trustee, if I want to be that accessible person that says, hey, I want to listen to you, listening to you doesn't mean reading an email. Right. And, and talking about it with just mm-hmm. the school board, it means, hey, I need to, I need not just to hear, but I need to listen to you. How about I go out and sit at Celebration Park for three or four hours one day and just come by and talk to me, have a 10, 15 minute conversation. Mm-hmm. Let me record some things down and bring it back to the board. I, you know, I don't know what that exactly looks like, um, but I just want people to know if you really want to know who I am, come talk to me. Send me a message, say, hey, I'd love to go grab a, you know, a cup of coffee with you or some lunch, my treat, whatever. Mm-hmm. But just have that conversation. People, there's there's people out there that don't know me. I don't know them. They'll say certain things. It's like that doesn't make any sense. Doesn't well, make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> you know. know. So um, just come have a conversation with us. And like we talked about, there's a few more days of of early voting left. Yep, that'd be um, a great place for people to yeah. come talk to you. I'll be at the, uh, you know I'll be at the courthouse all day every day. I usually get out there before everybody else. I'll be out there about five thirty in the morning. And, uh, you know, I'll stay till everybody wants to talk. Even if you're like, hey, I can't get out there till 730 after the polls close, but I'd love to talk to you. I'll stick around, you know, Monday and Tuesday and then on Saturday. So um, come have a conversation. We don't do that enough. Um, go check out my website, Brandon for Allen School Board. Um, and I would love for, for anybody to just have that conversation. Get to know me. Let me get to know you. Tell me about your family. And, uh, you know, let's just have the conversation. It's great. So just to reiterate... Early voting is Monday and Tuesday, May 1st and May 2nd from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. You can vote at either City Hall or at the Allen ISD Service Center over on Waters. And then 
May 6th on Saturday, again from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. at the same locations. It's election day. It is important. Please come out and vote. It is um, a civic right and responsibility, both. And um, you, your voice has to count. So get out there and do it. Well, Brandon, thank you so much for coming on. We're glad we were able to uh, work this in with you. You know, you've been busy from the get-go. And, uh, you know, we've kind of played hit and miss with talking sure. and stuff. But we're glad we got you in here. We really hope that... This will, uh, you know, help people to uh, make their decisions when they go to vote on uh, Saturday or hopefully before um, for their uh, candidates of choice. And uh, again, just thank thank you very much. It's been great having you on here. I appreciate you both. Thank you. Well, and we'll look forward to hearing, uh, uh, hearing, (laughs) seeing the rest of you listening in on future episodes of Not Your Power Couple. Uh, We hope you've enjoyed it and uh, get out and vote. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye.